Ladies and gents, that's right. We are here for another amazing week of Girl Boss. And this week, we're talking about long ass pants and big road trips. So tune in right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Why you working? Oh, yeah, lady. <laughs> yes. We are back for another amazing another week. Another amazing of week. Girl Boss. Girl Boss and Yes. <laughs> Ladies, it is so great to be back with you today. Thank I you. am Miss Katie Marie, and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Katie Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendora TV. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Nina Makes Magic. What's up, guys? I'm back. And you can buzz me on Twitter and Instagram at Dominique Sarita. Yes, and I know you can't see the beautiful Elizabeth, but she's in the house. What's yes, up, she girl? Is. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm live from Chicago. I'm so sorry that I can't be with you today. And uh, gosh darn, I miss the beautiful After Buzz Studios because it's not really like that in my own house. But <laughs> if you do want to follow me, you can find me on the Instagram and Twitter at Dinner Party CHGO. Yes, dinner parties. And and don't have too many dinner parties without us, Elizabeth, in Chicago. <laughs> I would never. I would never do that. Elizabeth is actually in Chicago working right now, so she's a working woman. So, Elizabeth, you got to whistle while you work it, girl. Oh, that is so true. I have been working so hard here, but uh, getting some great stuff. So it's been very exciting. Yes, awesome. and we're so glad that you're out there doing your thing. But see, the great thing about girl bosses is that we can be a girl boss from anywhere. Okay. We don't have to just sit home. We can travel the world, handle our business, and do it all at the same time. So, Elizabeth, we see we you, girl. See you, girl. Now, speaking Snap. of Elizabeth... We see that our girl Sophia yes. was not only uh, taking road trips, okay. but she was also representing some long ass pants. Yeah. But before we get into that, we want to talk about our girl boss mantras. Yes. So, ladies, yes. I'll let you take it away. Yes. So, my girl boss mantra is actually from myself, guys. I had a very long week, but I got to tell y'all something. A girl boss, a real girl boss, she may quit school, she may quit her job, she may quit her man, she may even quit her diet. But one thing she's not going to quit on is her daggone self. So yes. She's going to rebuild herself up and keep it moving. That's my girl boss mantra. Yes. Love it. <laughs> I love it. And how about you, Miss Elizabeth from Chicago? Okay, so my mantra is also a mantra that I have myself, but I think it's embodied by a very special person. So my mantra is, you will never regret sticking up for yourself. Mm, so often people it. try to make you feel bad, especially women. They try to make you say, oh, you know, you're being not polite or that's not socially acceptable. Forget it. You'll never regret sticking up for yourself. And the person who embodies this the most for me is the journalist, the feminist, the socialist, activist. Uh, Gloria Steinem, and I love her for all that she's been doing yes. for women since the 1960s. Wow. And in 2005, with Jane Fonda, she started the Women's Media Center to give women more visibility in media. And so I can't say enough about her. I love her. You go, girl. You rock. You always will. Ah, yes, that was a girl history it. lesson too. I love yes. the gems, girl. 
<laughs> loving the gyms. I love that. So my mantra for this week comes from Harry Potter, my favorite series She's since like fourth grade. Taking it way back. <laughs> I, know, I love it. I'm a mega Harry Potter nerd. Uh, but it comes from one of the characters, Dumbledore, and it's obviously from J.K. Rowling. And in the book, he says, it is our choices far more than mm. our abilities that mm. determine who we truly are. And I think that's so true yeah, on so choices. many different levels. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world, you can yeah. have all the skills, but if you make the wrong choices, mm. if you, you know, treat other people horribly, yeah. what does it really matter at the end of the day? I think it really is about free will and how we treat other people and what we decide to do, the path we decide to take. Yeah. It's not about the end goal, it's always about the journey and what way we decide to take that path in life. Mina! 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 I love it, Mina. <laughs> I have to say that we've had some really, really powerful girl boss mm -hmm. mantras, ladies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, let me see. How can I top all of these great mantras? <laughs> well, I kind of have two messages put into one. Uh -huh. um, I posted on my uh, Instagram uh, earlier this week, actually, Actually, it was just only 22 hours ago. Sorry, <laughs> which was Monday. Um, and, this and, week, which is this week. Okay. <laughs> and the message was, "Your gifts will make room for you." Yes. And the reason why I found that is because, again, on this journey, sometimes we start to doubt ourselves. And mm -hmm. last week, I revealed, uh, you know, my my something personal about me having depression and. Um, I've been getting all of these messages uh, recently that your gifts will make room for you, mm. that you have everything that you need to yes. win and to be this great uh, woman that you're destined to be. And something else that goes with that, I'm also a spiritual person, it says faith without works is dead. Absolutely. Although yes. that you have been given everything that you need to succeed, you, ought, you have to um, not only uh, put in the work, but you, you have to also believe in yourself. I'm yeah. starting to get a little choked up, guys. Yeah. But that's so important. Faith without works is dead, and your gifts will make room for you. So I just want to shout out all the girl bosses all over the world that have sacrificed, that have put in the work, yes. and that put in the time, and that believe in themselves. Ladies, keep, keep going. going. Yes. And keep yes. winning. Yes. All right. Yes. So, ladies, all that powerful goodness <laughs> that we just gave the world. Um, let's get into episode seven, Long Ass Pants. Yes. Oh my gosh. First of all, I thought it was so interesting because you see Sophia is so concerned about the critics uh -huh. and what everybody has to say about her. And you mm -hmm. would think she don't really care, but I guess because it's her business, it's her brand, she's really, you know, wanting to think what everybody else has to say. But, um, yeah, girl, someone said, what was it, a nosy, what they say, a, a big nose? Snouty. A snouty snouty. 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 A B or word. <laughs> and she was fired up about that comment. Gave her a taste of her own medicine. Yeah, and I, I thought it was really odd because although you can have good comments, good comments, good comments, all it takes is that one or two bad comments to really get you in your feelings and your emotions. And yeah. So many times we're so, we focus on so much of the negative that we oversee all the other good things mm -hmm. that people have to say about us. Oh it's, my gosh. it's really funny how people fixate on that because yeah. you can be like oh this person's being nice or, and dismiss all the positivity right. and it really is about just taking the good with the bad right. if it's bad and constructive I always say that's great mm -hmm. but if it's bad and it does nothing to help you mm -hmm. know make you a better person why share that comment with someone right and first of all who are they yeah, yeah, to say something bad about you like what are they doing that's so great like who is this person what right. gives them the right to, to try and take my power away mm -hmm. just buy my clothes so. like but also it's, it's just uh, it goes to show that that whenever you're in the spotlight or whenever you're doing something great, you have to have thick skin mm -hmm. because so you cannot let any and everything get to you because you're never going to move forward. You're right. always going to hold yourself back. 
and you're not going to become confident because you're going to be worried about what someone else has to say. Right. Very and not true. only that, but Sophia's character is so used to dishing it and yeah. giving it to everybody else. Uh, girl. And I think it's about time she gets it back. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. what, you think, what you think about that, Elizabeth? Because I know you have something well, to say. I, I also think it's really important to stay true to your own focus. Yes. And so the more you focus on trolls and what they have to say, the less you're focusing on your own mission. Yep. And usually Sophia's pretty good about just powering through and she does whatever she wants. But here she was getting a little unsettled by the trolls out there and you can't let those people bother you. You just gotta move straight forward ahead. I think so too. That was really I funny. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> um, what, what, do you, what do you ladies have to say about some of these comments, these nasty comments that we heard about Sophia? Nasty, and nasty gal, gal comments? Yeah, yeah. these nasty gal <laughs> comments. Uh, I actually thought it was pretty funny. I mean, honestly, look at Sophia's character. Like, she's just... She doesn't care, like you said. She doesn't care what people have to say, but yet she does care what people Absolutely. have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, she well, pretty much is, what she wants to do. This is more like a, an image thing, though, more than yeah. anything else. I feel like if someone told her something in passing, and she was just like whatever. hanging out in SF or doing whatever she was doing, she'd come up with an insult back. But of when course. it comes to the internet mm-hmm. and someone commenting, can you really like? have that impact back where you can stick up for yourself and defend yourself it's a little different than in it's, person it is a little like different it's so easy to insult someone behind a screen it's so easy like not to sound cliche but i mean louis ck has this whole bit that he does as a uh-huh. comedian where he talks about people are constantly like on their phones and they bully people cyber bully cyber and it's bullying. so different because when you insult someone in person and you see someone's mm-hmm. facial expression and you see that they feel bad, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like a terrible person. Yeah. But with cyberbullying, you never know how they feel. Yeah. Like, you Powers. know that you're saying something, like, Behind not keyboards. that nice, but th- everything is so different through this, like, whole veil of social media that... It's tough. I love when people respond in a sassy but yet witty way. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get too. you before you get me, honey. <laughs> I love that because it's like you're putting somebody in their place, yeah. but you're bringing a little bit of humor to it so it's not heavy. It's more light, you yeah. know? But you're letting them know, like, hey, I'm going to stick up for myself. You're not going to talk too much about me. Right, I like that. Right. And I think the comments are so funny. And I think the comments are also needed Just when laugh. it comes to running a business because yeah. this is your audience. These are the people that you want to purchase and buy. So it's also very mm-hmm. important, even as TV hosts. Yeah. You know, when we do these after bus shows, oh my it's gosh. so important for us to read the comments because our audience is the most important thing. And I think that hopefully young Sophia <laughs> got it to see, you know, got to see it from that perspective. Now, speaking of different people on the internet and bullies or whatnot, there is a character that we are uh, introduced to today <laughs> by the name of Gail. Miss Gail, y'all. <laughs> she is obsessed with all things vintage and she's a part of this organization called the Vintage Forum. So, ladies, <laughs> what did you guys think about Gail? I totally, okay, part <laughs> of me totally gets her perspective, mm-hmm. and this is the devil's advocate in me, where I'm kind of like, I get that you want to preserve things. It's kind of like, if you have a vintage piece from the 1960s, and it's something that belongs to Jackie mm-hmm. Kennedy, you're going to put it in a museum. Yeah. You're going to honor it the way right. it should. But you kind of got a glimpse later on with Gail's character that because her she never really got to know her mom, yeah. and she got to know her mom via clothing, that she's the type of person that doesn't want to alter anything in any form because she believes that the original piece tells mm-hmm. a story. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I feel like as an artist, like when you're an artist and you're trying to create something and you're trying to make something better and enhance it, 
I like that Sophia takes something old and gives it new life. She tells a new story. I think that's amazing. It's Mm -hmm. like you take something old, you make it new, and I don't see it as necessarily discarding something or not having respect for it. I see it as, you know, styles come and go and they change. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that, yeah, maybe you want to preserve them, but certain things you want to spruce up a bit. You want it to have that vintage vibe, but with something more fashion forward. So, I mean, I think Sophia has every right to do that, but I do totally get Gail's perspective. Yeah, she definitely has an emotional connection to the clothing, um, like from her mom and Mm -hmm. everything like that. So I definitely see that connection, but I I don't see nothing wrong with Sophia's doing. I think she's telling a new story with what she is doing. Um, I think it's way more fun, way more whatever, but I like Gail's character because Gail is kind of corny. She's Mm kind of quirky. She's kind of weird, but she shows up at the right time when she needs to, like how she punched Mm -hmm. a boy in the balls at the club. (laughs) She she does little things. Like, I love that because she's herself. Part of me was like, I'm I'm so much like Gail in the sense, like, she sees a dog and she starts acting like a freak. Like, oh my god, you're so cute. Like, I want to play with you. That's how I am, like, every time I see a dog. Like, not caring at the club when she dances. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She's so free. You know what, but Gail represents uh, more women than we we know. Yeah, than Mm -hmm. we think. You know, she represents the regular average woman that lives through other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that that's what we got to see when um, Sophia took her on this journey of her life when she says, you yeah. know what, I don't want to tell you about my life. Show you. I want to show you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Miss Elizabeth, when she showed well, us her life, what did you yeah. think about Gail's experience? Well, okay, so what I loved about Gail wasn't really Gail, but that Gail showed us Sophia. So through this interchange Ooh, of wow. you know letting loose and becoming friends over pasta, we learned really that Sophia lost her mother when she was 12, mm-hmm. and she hasn't really gotten over that. And so learning more about Sophia's mother, then I get to learn more about Sophia's father because it hasn't been registering for me why she's so angry at him because he's really trying to do the best he can. Yeah. Poor thing, single father. He didn't expect it to go down like this. And now we get to see that Sophia really blames him for her mother leaving. So now I understand her anger, and I don't know if that's justified anger or not, but that was the whole crux of that entire episode for me, that window into Sophia, and I was really grateful for that, because now I understand her, really she feels it's like me against the world, and that's just a horrible feeling. Oh my God, and I'm so glad that you caught that, Elizabeth, because when she said that, basically it was her dad's fault that her mom ran away, and she didn't mention anything about her, I picked up on that right away, so for you to say that, girl, that was a major that that told us so much more about Sophia's character. Yeah. Yes. She felt abandoned. She felt left alone. As a child mm-hmm. of divorce, I can definitely understand why you would feel that way. And that's why she don't care about too many other people. She's right. really focused on herself because she feels that's all she has. That's all mm-hmm. she has. It's, it's her against the world. Hence why she said that nasty gal's, uh, I, I believe, motto was to create new memories. Yeah. You know, that's what she wants to do every single time somebody buys a piece from her. Mm-hmm. She wants it to create a new memory. And that goes aligned with what Gail also believes in when it comes to vintage is that these clothes have a story so ladies that to me was one of the most powerful moments in this entire season these clothes have a story Mm -hmm. and it just hit me when you just said that she wants to create new memories Mm -hmm. the reason why she wants to create new memories because her she's still hurt from her past Mm -hmm. so people that don't have a great past or just are still hurt from their past wow they want to do so much more things than the the last thing they want to do is remember what they've been through so that's why they're so strong for us with moving forward so i think that's why she do that 
better memories yeah. from the ones that you already really have. Yeah. Right. So so let's talk about uh let's talk about uh so we talked about these clothes have a story. Is there anything else that you ladies want to add to that before we move on to Girl, episode eight? What I found funny was when she was at the club, she was like, Look, I know my audience. This girl right here with the kimono dress, that's my audience. And she was like, and the girl was like, Yeah, that's Miss Nat. She was like, That's my <laughs> girl with the Janet Jackson kimono, that's Janet Jackson. She said, But Janet Jackson, but you could call me what she say nasty if you call me. What she say? Nasty. <laughs> You can, call me, you can call me Miss Janet if you're nasty. Yeah, you can call me Miss Janet if you're nasty. I thought that was so cute. Right. They put their little line in. It was so funny. Yeah. But it goes to show you that she knows her audience. And uh-huh. I thought that was cute because her audience are not afraid to dress how they want to dress. Right, right. Elizabeth, did you want to jump in there? Well, I just wanted to say I'm so glad that you said this to me because I, that was, was a huge moment for me because <laughs> – when I saw those women dressed the way they were in their very diverse outfits, so yeah. the really high boots playing pool, and then the woman who had sort of a kimono that had maybe been cut in half or left open, these women looked so great yes. that I was thinking, of course you're succeeding. You are so good at what you do. Yes. Of course you're, like, nailing it and <laughs> dropping dead. And yes. you can tell her women's are, they're, they're daring. They're free with what they wear, you know, versus Gail, who's more conservative or more whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's polished. I mean, because it's true. These clothes have a story. This was probably my fa- my most favorite part of the entire mm-hmm. season. This episode, episode seven, has been my favorite. I was just on a high, just watching the whole thing. I just couldn't stop typing away at my notes, like just writing all these great po- like points in the show. But um, these clothes have a story, extremely powerful. Um, I love when they took us to those different places. You oh, know, when, when we saw story. Gail's perspective, Gail's mm-hmm. story, and what she thought about that dress, and then we saw Sophia's point of view and what she thought about <laughs> that dress. It was I- absolutely great. I love that great. it shows that. I mean, a lot of times people are like, fashion is superficial, it's how you look, and mm-hmm. this and that, which to a certain degree, mm-hmm. I get why people say that, but at the same time, if you dig deeper, mm-hmm. it's about how you feel, it's about the yes. story behind it, it's about the message, it's about, like, so Colors. many other things. So yes. even when they had the flashback in black and white, where she's like, this was owned by so-and-so, and, yes. and it was during World War II, wow. and blah, blah, blah happened. I was like, I love her imagination. These clothes have a story. So what yeah. do y'all story tell, Miss Candace? Oh, what is your, darling. what is your given? What, well, what kind of darling, story came from we're that? we're talking about my outfit today. <laughs> yes. So I chose this outfit because mm-hmm. it says girl power. Yes. I saw this, I was at the fashion district yes. in downtown LA, <laughs> and I saw this beauty hanging up, and I said, you know what? Just the way this dress is cut, it shows that I can have girl power, that I can be sexy. I'm going to stand up so you guys yes! can see this. It's, it's very form-fitting. I like the colors. I like everything about it. And it screams sexy, edgy, confident woman. And that's yes. why I put this dress on today. Powerful. I love it. <laughs> what about you, Miss Mina? Honestly, I threw this on in the morning. I was like, you know what? I want to be comfortable. It's, like, breathable. On the, It's kind of, like, sheer on the ends mm-hmm. here. I like the color. It's almost like a Persian rug style. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. But I, I like the color around your eyes. You've, she's If you guys, I, I wish you could look closely, but she's, she's got, got a like little gold around her eyes, here. and it really makes her eyes pop, oh, so I like does. that. We need the, you know how, like, Wendy Williams, they have the shoe cam? We need, like, an we eye need cam. We need an eye cam. <laughs> Right yes, my outfit is giving a little whimsical with the sleeves. I feel yes, free like a bird, honey. Um, so much I've been trying to control everything, but I learned the moment you let go, you become more free and everything comes to you. So that yes. was my inspiration for today. It's very clever. <laughs> I love that. What about you? Elizabeth, Me? how about you, girl? Yeah. <laughs> 
So I always felt that the only beauty tool you ever need is self-confidence. And so whatever you want to rock, the point is, is that you're rocking it. So for me, it is in Chicago, and I, I swear this is a rarity. It's about 88 degrees in May, and it's completely muggy. So mine was to just find one of my very, very favorite dresses for the summer and put it on because we never get summer in May, never, ever. Wow. So I was all about feeling feminine and summery today. Yes. yes. And speaking of feelings, I, I'm so glad that we're all feeling so good about ourselves. But sometimes, um, you know, we need to make sure that we watch how we come off, whether it's personal or whether mm-hmm. it's business. And today's episode, uh, Sophia was getting a lesson from Shane about professionalism. Yes. So this was the first time that we see their characters really kind of interact in, um, you know, where they bump heads and in, a, in an argumentative way. So what was that like for you guys seeing uh, this relationship start to bump heads? She needed to have that revelation about herself because... Honestly, the way Sophia moves, she doesn't think twice about what she does. Mm-hmm. And she always has to be the control. She has to control everything. She has to be the boss. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't take orders. So Shane is telling her, you know, sometimes in business, you have to take orders if you want to get ahead. Mm-hmm. You have to humble yourself and move forward, you mm-hmm. know? My job, I'm a road manager. My job is to make other people requests happen. That's right. what I'm going to yeah. do. Sophia's the kind of person who wants to start at the top, and, and then, she doesn't yeah. want to have to work for someone. And I get oh it. There's so many people like that, but... Sometimes it sucks working for, for a terrible people. boss, but you know what? Like, you have to start at the bottom, work your way up, unless you get super lucky where you could just make your own business like yeah. Sophia. She she lucked out in the sense that she had the talent, she mm-hmm. had the skill, but how rare is it to just have your own company so right. young? But yeah, if you want to maintain that too. company, if you want to run your company the right way, if you don't want to get sued, if you don't want to be a failure and your company crash within the first year, there are also business practices that you... I'm sorry, may or may not have to conform to. Yes. You know, or maybe that you need to learn. And Sophia just wasn't having it. Shane mm-hmm. was just like, look, you're not professional. But yeah. here's the thing that I didn't like. I didn't like how passive aggressive Shane was about it. And the thing is, he almost made it seem like it was about the fries when it wasn't about the fries. You know yeah, how when couples argue, it's always like that stupid little thing that's it the breaking point. Yeah. And the fight is never about the fries. It's never about what you mentioned. Right. It's always an accumulation of things you don't bring up. Well, and the thing is, she she's the kind of person who's like what's wrong tell me what's wrong she wants to discuss it she wants it to be yeah. out in the open but when you're super brutally honest with her she's kind of like hey she now can handle it yeah. what she said but I think it's because later on she says I don't like that it's true yep. like she knows it she to said. be true mm-hmm. hers. I think it's yep. so hard to change certain facets of your personality when you're used to acting a certain way and someone has to point it out to you and you have to also accept that that's the way you are and yeah. still love yourself while trying to become a better version of you so it's like it's like this push and pull where you you don't want to change because someone is telling you something's wrong with Mm -hmm. you but if you know it makes your life better and it makes you a better person it's always better to try to go along that path but I I didn't like how passive aggressive he was about it and it didn't have to be that nasty there could have been better communication there now, I want to say something. I'm not trying to be messy because I really love Miss Sophia. <laughs> Whenever somebody says, I'm not trying to be messy, we know they're going to be messy. I love Sophia, but I, I feel like I, I wouldn't be right on the panel if I didn't say this. But I wonder what Netflix is gearing towards or what the writers are gearing towards because we all know that the company is bankrupt. It's like, that's no secret. Mm-hmm. Um, but there also was claims saying that she wasn't professional and she was handling too many things at one time. She was mm-hmm. juggling too many positions. So I'm wondering, 
are we going to see that later on or what they what are they really hinting, hinting towards well, like yeah. are they trying to get us to see her in a different light or something well to be honest with you as a girl boss as mm-hmm. a CEO of a company mm-hmm. you it's an emotional roller coaster yeah. you have your highs you have your lows you want to have your hand in everything because this is your baby yeah. you're the one that built this company from the ground mm-hmm. Up, yeah. So I can relate to Sophia mm-hmm. when it comes to that. I want to be involved in anything and everything. And sometimes my business partner says, "Come on, Candace, you got to stay in your lane too, yeah. even as a CEO, mm-hmm. and you have to let these people do what it is that they say they do." But it is—it's an emotional roller coaster, and I think that that's what we're seeing right now with Sophia's characters. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw her basically come from the bottom, yeah, and work her way slowly up. You know, business is starting to boom now. She's starting to get exposure. She's yeah. starting to have money for the yes. first time. We see Sophia with wads of cash. Yeah, she she went to that ATM. So, she was like, I ain't worried about nothing. I ain't worried about nothing. Right. So with that being said, I think it's only right that the writers and the creator of this show take us through those ups and downs because mm-hmm. they need because the world, girl bosses and people need to understand that it is an emotion emotional roller coaster. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said, so girl. I, so, I, first of all, I always love to see. Is it okay? I'm gonna jump in. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Go for it. I always love to see Sophia with cash because I remember <laughs> in that first episode when she was like, "I want dollar dollar bills, y'all." And yes. so I love it that she's getting what she set out to do. You right. girl boss, you go. I love it. But I sort of disagree a little bit, Nina. I loved to see Shane rip on her for those french fries because she was stuffing those fries in her face and she was being selfish and he called mm-hmm. her selfish. And I know it's only french fries, but sometimes it's the little things yes, that make you feel fries. so undervalued. And she just didn't care about him yeah. at all there and just stuffed those fries in her face. And so it, it's just not surprising to me that that's the thing that sent him over the edge. But, but even more so than focusing on Sophia, what I loved about this episode was the relationship with Annie and Dax. Mm. Because mm. in seeing how well they came together, how because he thought she took acid, he then took acid, yeah. even though he didn't want to, but he wanted to have her back, to see how they came together and supported each other, it just sent every red flag I could ever see that Sophia is, isn't there with her Listen, bow, you know? Oh, so yeah. oh my gosh. We were just talking about that. Listen, you know what? I just want to say this. I want to say, I just, where are the Daxes out there in the world? Call you know, us. I need a Dax. If you are a Dax and you have us. these same qualities as Dax, <laughs> What, what you gotta do, Dominique? All you gotta do is call us. Call us. <laughs> you know what? Send us a little comment underneath this video today. Slide in ideas. <laughs> because it, there's got to be more Daxes out there. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he's fabulous. Yeah, it was so good. But you know what I really loved the most about this scene with Dax and Annie was I thought it was really interesting how. And he thought that he was giving up on her. And, you know, he was revealing about him and his family. And, yeah. But actually, he's like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. You know, I'm just afraid to bring you home because I don't know if I can bring home a white girl. Mm-hmm. But I love you. Basically, like, I'm here for you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I was like, oh. I like that he said that too because sometimes people think when they are when you're being hid from family that mm-hmm. it's something that they done no. or they're not accept like you got somebody else on the side I need to know about but it's like no you are my one and only I'm just I'm trying to protect you and that's what he was doing you. he was protecting her right so he loves her right so what do you guys think about uh, when Annie and Dax were getting high they were getting sky high yeah, sky high, high. <laughs> what did you guys think about that that was really really cool to see and I know Dax, you mentioned that the, uh, Dax needed it because he's so uptight yeah. he needs to like 
let go a little bit. Not that I ever Listen, do. Isn't that. it funny how he's an uptight bartender, though? Like, I feel like as a bartender, you need to be, like, <laughs> right. relaxed and, like, super cool. But right? it's yeah. just totally reverse. But what's also reverse is the relationship between... Um, Sophia and, and Shane. Shane versus their two relationship. I thought that was an interesting dynamic. Also, we never yeah, see contrast. It's, it's, Sorry, it's contrast. Like they start Annie and Dak started out like really weak mm. and like they were bickering and all this stuff mm-hmm. and with Sophia and her guy it was like honeymoon stage everything was yep. heightened and amazing mm-hmm. so it's just funny to see how the roles reversed as the episode progressed and Annie and Dax became closer yeah. Sophia had that like turmoil with her boo yeah. and it it was just right. it's nice to see that both of them patching it up though relationships take work they're not and, easy they're and not. Annie was supposed to be like a free bird remember she was supposed to be the one to have the one night stands and everything not catch feelings right mm-hmm. and now she yeah. ended up catching feelings yeah, that was right. pretty funny she's met this she met this so. great guy. So, and and one thing that we also got to see, guys, and we're, we're going to be wrapping it yes. up very soon, was for the very first time, we also got to see Sophia's character apologize, which is something that she, she never, never does. Ever does. Yeah. So that was such a breath of fresh air, ladies. So what did you think about that? About time, girls. Like, I, I, I appreciate that moment. Um, Sometimes you, it takes the person who you really love or you really care about to to make you have a reflection on yourself and mm-hmm. say, dang, I messed up. I need to apologize. Right. And I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I think it shows a lot of growth in her character. Yeah. I think that it shows that she's growing up. She's maturing. You know, and I think through building a business, you learn so much about yourself. You have your highs, you have your lows. And then trying to juggle a relationship sure. and also have a balance in life. Yeah. That's so much. So I think it was very refreshing to and, see and her character apologize. Yeah, and she did kind of ease up on the business aspect on her trip a bit. Mm-hmm. And she even said, like, I literally dropped everything to come see you. Everything. Yeah, because, you know, her you. busy schedule. And one, her, important, yeah. one important point, she said that, she is trying to be an adult. They was like, you're not an adult. You need, you need to grow up. You need to grow up. So this is her trying to grow up. Like, mm-hmm. she's trying to fit the ideal of what an adult is. I have mm-hmm. my business. I have my company. So I feel like she's trying to put on what she feels an adult should do. Mm-hmm. Right. Elizabeth. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it so much. I wanted more of an apology. I, I, I guess it's not that I wanted more energy into that apology. It's that I wanted more insight into the apology. Mm. So I wanted more than I'm sorry and here are some fries. I wanted more I hear you. I see what you're saying. You I'm sorry I made you feel bad. I wanted a little bit she's more not, depth she's there. Not at that but stage I'll give it to her that this is though. like a new path. Yeah, for her, this is, like, a huge step. So I don't feel like she's at that stage of maturity where she can fully be that introspective and self-aware where she digs deeper. Right. Yeah, she took the first step. She ain't ready to take that leap yet. You know, she's still got a few more things she has to do. Well, at least she's taking a step, child. (laughs) Right, at least she's taking a step. Now, speaking of taking steps, ladies, one of the things that we always do on this show is we give fun facts because not only do we want to talk about the show, we also want to educate you and inform you on things that you may not know. so, Miss Dominique, take it I away. I have one fun fact for you all today, and I want to see if you all know it first. What was the first thing that Miss Sophia sold on eBay? Ooh, wasn't yeah, it, yeah. Wasn't it, the, it was the it was jacket. the jacket. You think it's the jacket? It's not? No, it wasn't the jacket. It wasn't the jacket. <laughs> on the show, it was the jacket. On the show, it was the mm-hmm. jacket. Okay, Ooh. okay. But what, what, do, what about you, you Miss Elizabeth? Elizabeth? I don't know. I thought it was the jacket. <laughs> it was, it was a book. It was a book? The first thing wow. she sold on eBay was a book. What kind of book was it? I yeah. don't know what the name of the book it was. I should have got the name of the book, but it was oh. definitely the... I think this was a book before she started Nasty Gal, right? When she was yeah. just goofing around online when she was in, uh, so she didn't have working a, at the art school. She didn't have right? an eBay name yet, 
but the first thing that she like it wasn't called nasty girl vintage but the first thing that she sold on ebay was indeed a book and this is before she knew she wanted to get into clothing mm -hmm. wow yes yeah. okay that, she was, that was, she was bored fun she was bored at her job that's how she got it started yeah she wow. was bored at work because you know she's just checking people ids all day and long she needs something the adhd to do. also she's yeah. really <laughs> busy so yeah and speaking of adhd if you've got adhd we've got tons of great contests for you and we're going to continue to extend this contest because now not only are we inviting you to get involved but we're also going to get involved we are. Yes. And we're going to go to our instagram and we're going to start posting pictures so miss mina is going to tell you more about that yes for the social media contest super exciting guys wear your cutest outfit whatever makes you feel beautiful on the inside and out tell mm -hmm. us why it makes you feel the way that you feel in it whether it's a business suit or a floral dress or something springy doesn't matter what it is whatever it is make sure to use the hashtag abtv girl, girl boss. boss that's super mm -hmm. important if you want to tag us on instagram as well that's perfect make sure to do this on instagram though this is a, a visual media so <laughs> go to instagram tag hashtag abtv girl boss and once the show wraps up, we're going to be choosing our winners. Yes. Yeah. And, and like I said, we're also going to be involved as well. Yes. We're going to be going online. We're going to be posting our outfits. And we're going to be showing you what, what, why we're wearing these outfits yeah. and why it makes us feel the way that we do. Now, um, it's so unfortunate, but we have to wrap it up, ladies. Aww. So let's get into some predictions for next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I predict. I'm not sure. Oh. oh. And now, oh. you're after Buzz TV. Girl boss predictions. <laughs> I want to see really quick, hopefully Sophia mom come in and we can get her point of the view of the divorce. That's what I'm really looking for because you, wow. under you will understand her more. Mm -hmm. Huh. I wonder, that's interesting. I wonder if she'll even be in any episodes. Um, I don't know. Uh, in terms of predictions, I would just say, I just want to see her business continue to thrive. Yeah. I just want to see more personal growth from her. Uh I don't know. I don't really have any expectations right now. I just like to, to see where it goes. Okay. Okay. How about you, Miss Elizabeth? Well, I think personal growth comes from falling really hard and usually really fast when you don't <laughs> expect it. So I yeah. think we're going to see business and boyfriend implode. Not that she won't get them both back, but we're going to have some major pies in the face, I think, coming soon. Yeah. yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. So um, <laughs> do you guys remember... Annie and Dax, Dax wants Annie to go see a house with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that he's going to be propose. asking Annie to move in, and I think we're going to also see him propose. I could see this, mm. this young love taking it to the next level. So I can't wait to see Aww. what happens with that. Um, unfortunately, I feel like there's a drift between Sophia and Shane. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're going to start to see more lows for Sophia. We're going to start to see her humanize. Her, we're going to see the writers humanize her character just a little more yeah. and see her reveal, because I think it's really great because we're gaining so much understanding about mm -hmm. her as a character yep. um and the rest i don't know i guess <laughs> you guys will just have to tune in yeah. and find out all right so ladies it's been a phenomenal show elizabeth is all the way in chicago Chi chicago <laughs> um does there any is there anything else you ladies want to leave our, our audience with today I just want to say, everyone, have a blessed week. Don't let nothing get in your way. Keep it moving as long as you alive, okay? That's yes, all I got to say. Yes, And always remember that your gifts will make room for you. Absolutely. Also, for anyone going through a tough time, I know this helps a lot of people. I would keep track of your three moments of joy. Yes. Put it on your phone at night. Just write down three bullet points. What were three small things that made you happy during it the day? So cute. Even if you had a bad day. Because I guarantee you, at the end of the week, when you look at all those little things... 
it'll make your heart smile. Yes. Aww. And how about you, Miss Chi-Town? Well, I just want to repeat what I said before. You will never regret sticking up for yourself. So if everybody tells you to be quiet or you're making too much noise or you're ruffling feathers, you will never regret sticking up for yourself. Yes, yes, and I hope that you guys never, ever regret tuning in to Girl Boss every single Tuesday at 5 p.m. and checking out Girl Boss on Netflix because guess what? We're going to be here every single week to, every single week yes. to update you <laughs> and talk about Girl Bosses all over the world. All right, guys, until next time, I am Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me on Instagram at Miss Candy Marie and on Twitter at Sweet Kendor TV. My name is Bina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And I'm Dominique Sarita, and you can buzz me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita. And check out our podcast on iTunes. It's free 99. Yes! <laughs> My name is Elizabeth Alfano, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dinner Party CHGO. And I'm in Chicago interviewing Kevin Spacey and Jeremy Piven. So if you want to check out those interviews, go to the dinnerparty.tv. All right, guys. Later. Later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 